Welcome to another episode of This Is Life with Tawny Anderson. And we have a very interesting topic today, eating crow and homeschooling. Woo! All right, now I'm going to start this out with the um, interesting topic of the list of I nevers. Now, I know that everybody in their life has a list of I nevers and you find yourself sometimes eating a little crow. Well, I have definitely eaten crow in my life. And some of those items have been, you know, the basics like I will never be that person or be that friend or be that mom. Um, I've definitely said I will never wear skinny jeans and I wear skinny jeans most every day now. I have said I will never wear overalls again in my life because I am 39. Come on, people. I should never wear overalls. And yet during 2020's quarantine, I ordered two pairs of linen overalls. Um, I call them my gardening pants or my chicken pants because, well, much like most quarantined moms during this time, I also got chickens. <laughs> Officially have eight hens and one rooster. Cuddles is a rooster. Yep. So wearing those jeans, wearing those um, overalls. I've also said I will never have more than two kids. Well, I had two kids and then I became a foster and adoptive mom of two more. Then I said I will never drive a van. I started out uh, going to the Honda Pilot and then definitely realized this just isn't going to work. Got a van. Then Got a second van, which made me eat my crow on the second van, too, because I said I will never own a white van. But I owned a white van because Erin's grandma blessed us with a van that she no longer wanted. And um, we got a van virtually for free. So um, here I am driving around in a white minivan. Then after that, I said, well, there's just no way I would own a 12-passenger van, though. And, of course, I find myself eating crow yet again as the white van is now dying and we need to get something immediately. And we purchased a 12-passenger van because, what do you know, I think it's awesome. <laughs> so, I've eaten a lot of crow. But there's definitely one thing that I held very try and true to, and that was I am for sure never going to homeschool my children. And bam, 2020. And I'm forced to homeschool and eat crow yet again. So my journey in trying to decide how I was really going to school my children for this year um, was difficult. And I have a feeling that a lot of you were also in that same spot. It took a lot of personal, um, toil to really decide what's the best for my children. Do I really want to do that? Do I need to do that? Can I, can I physically do this for my children? I know a lot of people, you know, have had the opportunity to work from home but I know that there's also a lot that have it. And 
So this hasn't been an easy time for so many. And um, I was to the conclusion that, you know, God has placed me at home right now. He keeps telling me that I can't go back to work. Uh, so instead, um, I'm going to be here. I'm going to be here with my children. And that took a lot of just eating crow and, and being humble before God too. Um, and so I had to trust in him with my options. I ended up like most everything that when I have to make a big decision, I looked at what are the models that I have for school for my children. I had a distance learning model that I could do for, with the school that we were already assigned to and we'd get a teacher and we would do the online stuff and um, pretty much keep the same feelings that we had at the end of the school year um, for the last year. And that was very challenging because with that came a lot of anxiety and stress and it really, um, was something that I did not desire to, to build back up in, in our house. Um, the other model was, you know, to do the homeschool through the school district. And that was actually a very decent model. And it was almost our choice, but Truly, when it came down to it, um, there was a few things that were still going to be a little bit harder for us. And, and then there was the all online option. And I definitely knew that that was not what I wanted to do because putting more screens in front of my children and having to just restrict them to only learning that way was not going to benefit them. And it wasn't going to benefit me as their parent. So... I ended up through much counsel and much conversation with one really good friend um, who has been homeschooling for years, was able to find um, out all the curriculum I would need to know where my my boys would be at because they're not 100% at grade level for everything. And so... Um, I went ahead and disenrolled my children from their school and did my letter of intent to the school district that that's what I'm going to do for this um, school year. So that was the hard decision. And some of you guys might have been in that same spot over this last year. Um, I will say if you are still kind of stuck in that, one of the best things to do is to find that one person. That one person who parents like you or that one person who biblically um, walks the same walk as you, you need them or maybe they, maybe you don't walk that way and you need somebody who does. You find somebody because um, as we trust in God, then we can do a whole lot more through his power, right? So find that person, ask them, start probing them. Find that homeschool mom. Um, there are a lot of them out there. And chances are there's at least one of them in your church that you're attending. Or you can get online and you can um, find somebody. There's plenty of homeschool groups to be a part of. So that's what I did as I leaned on that one person. And she really helped me and walked through what it, I needed for the year. And I ended up buying all my curriculum online and uh, made it super, super easy so that I could start the year. 
Um, next, we're going to talk about what what is this homeschool thing and how's it going? <laughs> I'll tell you how it's going. So what's this homeschool thing? Well, it's curriculum. It's a schedule. It's a style of learning and it's how you desire to teach your kids. And remember that one person is the person you should go to and talk to them about that uh, because everybody's going to look a little different. Every home is going to look different. That's why it's homeschool. You don't walk into somebody's home and go, oh, it looks just like mine. No, it looks completely different because they live in it the way that they live. So your school has to go with the way you live, right? Um, some days are going to be a big struggle. Let's just be honest. And um, things just are not going to go well. But this this last weekend, actually, I had the opportunity um, to eat some more crow. <laughs> because I went with a bunch of homeschooling moms from my church to a conference called um, Disciplined that was put on by, um, I don't want to, might pronounce this name wrong, but... Padilla um, Northwest, and it was in Post Falls, Idaho. And Padilla uh, Northwest, you can go online and you can find them. It's spelled P-A-I-D-E-I-A, -I -I comma Northwest. Um, and they had a great conference that one of the speakers, um, Cindy Rollins, she spoke several times actually, and um, she was a homeschool mom of eight boys, one girl, I think it was. Yeah, that's a lot. I wonder how much crow she's eaten. <laughs> um, and anyways, one of the quotes she said from uh, G.K. Chesterton was, if it is worth doing, it is worth doing badly. That's a good one. <laughs> I break that down for myself and I break it down for my children. I think of it in both ways because, um, of course, my children, they don't want to do something unless they can do it great, right? That's, that's the world we live in. We tell our kids, oh, you're so smart. You're so good. You're so strong. Well, then they don't want to do anything that doesn't make them look smart or good or strong um, if they're not going to be. So we've lost this fear of doing things badly. Just do them, right? And that's the same for me because I'm struggling in this homeschool thing most days. And I need to know that this is worth doing. And it's worth having those horrible days to find out how to do it the right way. Because I can be a teacher very badly. I can yell at my kids to get their work done and get focused and because that is most days. I'm not going to be honest or I will be honest. That's most days, right? But if it is worth doing, it is worth doing badly. And so whatever curriculum, whatever schedule, whatever style of learning or personal desire, just do it. And if you struggle, it's okay because you learned from that struggle and say, you know what? 
I can end my day early. I can stop doing this one thing with that child. Um, we don't have to finish this whole worksheet today because it's okay. You can do that in homeschool. You can stop in the middle of the day and say, we're not going to do this anymore. Or you can go back and say, you know what, we didn't do that well and we can redo it again instead of keep going on. And then they get lost, right? And sometimes I feel like we can get lost too by just trying to push on. But it's okay to learn from those things that we're not doing well. Another thing that I learned about during my uh, weekend away was about expectations and how in life we have this like beautiful picture of um, what houses look like, like on TV, like HGTV and they do, they do all the things and the remodels and everything. And then they walk in and they say, Oh, it's so beautiful. And then we turn around and go, well, yeah, it's beautiful. Nobody is living in it, right? Nobody's living in that. What do you expect? So the same goes to homeschool because we could Pinterest all day long what our homeschool room is going to look like and how our calendar should be organized and what's the best daily schedule, right? But um, when we dream about those things and we set our hopes so high to what Pinterest is showing us or what even our friends on Instagram and Facebook, when they post pictures of what their schoolroom looks like and here's their child sitting there in front of their computer or their books just smiling, they're probably not even doing work yet, right? They're probably not in the middle of the afternoon still in their pajamas and haven't brushed their hair. Um, the true picture is that we need to strip all expectations of what it should look like because every family is different. Um, C.S. Lewis has a very interesting um, quote called or it says, dreaming of systems so perfect that no one needs to be good, right? So we think that we can, we can create all the calendars and all the schedules and we can have all the things in our school rooms to do, make everything so perfect. But the thing is, we're thinking that nobody actually has to do anything. It's just going to be that way, Right? That our systems are so perfect that no one needs to be good. It's not true. It's not true. We still are going to struggle. We're still going to walk into that room. And most days things are not going to be put away. And there's going to be scuffs all over the desks and markers and, and glue and scraps of paper. And that's what homeschool is going to look like for the majority of you. So I want you to think about what's your expectation and think about how can I, how can I reset that? How can I give that over to God? Because with expectations comes submission. We need to submit to our higher authority, to Jesus. And we need to know that um, our job as parents and therefore our jobs as homeschool teachers is to work out our 
our salvation daily and show that to our children. That's what our, our job is to do. It's the working out of our salvation daily and showing that to our children. They don't need to be good. They need to see that God is good. Your room doesn't need to be perfect. They need to see that God is perfect. That's what homeschool really is about. I'm learning that more and more every day. And um, my children are changing way more than I thought that they would. Um, Stryker used to have a lot of um, anger and resentment and frustration and inability to express things. And so then just he would become um, overwhelmed with emotions. I'm sure you guys have had some kids who have done that. So much so that it's like hyperventilating and, and unable to function and think and he'd get headaches and it was horrible. And then even I started to see Raleigh, my younger son, do the same thing. And he just wouldn't know how to handle his emotions. But now, stripping away the amount of screen time, all the excess activities, and rewarding them for what they're doing, showing them that they are doing it well, they are seeing their salvation worked out daily. That they don't have to be overwhelmed with all the things that this world says that they need to be. And all that comes from me eating crow. Me saying I'm never going to homeschool and doing it. And now I see the difference. Now I sat in that conference last weekend literally in the furthest back. It's kind of what I do. Viewing everything. When I feel uncomfortable, get me as far back as possible. And I just sat there and I prayed. I prayed, God, show me your will. Show me why you have me in this place that you have me at this time. God, help me to trust in you. Why do you have me here? And let me trust in you for it. And I'm just going to walk this out. Because I am uncertain most days. But I am certain most in Christ. So I just want to encourage you. If you are a mom and you are struggling with what is going to be best for your children right now. Know that it's okay to struggle. It's okay to do it badly. Just walk forth in Christ and continue to trust in him through all that he has put in front of you. Even though you might not want to do it. I understand. Most of all. And if you need encouragement for that, go ahead and find me on Facebook um, on This Is Life with Tawny Anderson. I would be happy to connect with you. Personal message me. In any way, and I can help you get connected um, wherever you need to be. Um, 
I hope that you find this as an encouragement today, knowing that you are doing well and that even when things are challenging, it's okay to feel that challenge, but press in to Christ. I'm going to end this time with a prayer. Lord, thank you for all those who were able to listen to this today. Let them feel your presence. Let them know that you are there. Let them know that this time in which we are in this world is for a purpose and trusting in you for that purpose. Pray for all those who are homeschooling, who are distance learning, who are doing all the educational things. Lord, be with them. Be with them. Invite you into this time. And we lift this up in your precious and holy name. Amen.